Welcome, fellow theater enthusiasts, back to another episode of Road to Professional Performer, where I speak on topics considering theater, acting, and dance, hoping to expand my personal knowledge and the knowledge of others on the world of theater. In this episode, I will be talking about looking for my first ever professional job. It has finally come to that point in my career where I'm graduating college and must start looking for my first professional acting job. I, of course, started by doing all the suggested events that my professors recommended I participate in. And you have heard my opinions on SCTC and UPDAs. I attended all these events and did the best that I physically could deliver for these auditions at my current skill level. As I've mentioned before in prior podcasts, I only got a total of two callbacks. One was never followed up on and the other one, the contract was so abysmally bad, I refused to accept it and put myself down at that level of commitment because I knew what I was worth. So my next steps were to branch away from Summerstock theaters and start looking for other possibilities. Those possibilities included pretty much anything I could get my hands on that would be acting, tech work, running a board, literally anything I could find. So anytime a professor sent me a job availability for a tech position or I was on backstage the website and saw an availability to perform, I applied for them. It wasn't until about a week before I graduated that I got my most promising offer to date. One of my professors sent me an email that said one of my local theaters was hiring, and of course, I applied because I was looking for a job. I applied and I did the interview, and during the interview, I asked if they encouraged their employees to take a secondary job just in case they needed the income, and they said yes, of course. But they also encouraged me to instead working at like Cheesecake Factory or McDonald's as a secondary job to contact this group called IATSE. Now, IATSE stands for the International Alliance of Theatrical Stage Employees. I reached out to the employer of this company and asked if they had any availability. Of course, what I expected was him to say, sure, send me your resume, we'll go on an interview, all the normal things that are associated with getting a new job. Instead, what I got was, yes, we have an availability, please show up at the theater Saturday morning and be ready to work. I was almost too stunned to accept the offer because no one had been that direct or ready to hire me so far. So, of course, I accepted the offer and put it in my calendar and was ready to show up Saturday morning. Saturday morning was a hectic time because I was also moving out of my dorm for graduation at the same time. So I got my car packed up and I showed up at the theater at 8 a.m. like I was told with a pair of gloves and all black clothes ready to do whatever it was I was going to be doing. Of course, I had to fill out some tax forms and figure out all the things, but they were extremely kind to me and they showed me I wasn't alone in this process. The first show that I worked with them on and I will not try to pronounce it because it's something Indian, but the process was interesting. They weren't fully coordinated on how things were hung or how the certain layout of the stage was supposed to go, and the truck showed up like an hour late. But in the end, it was a great first 
job for me and I'm looking forward to more of them. As I mentioned before, my process to get actually decent paying job that respected my time and my effort was quite a bit of a struggle. And I think this was because of multiple reasons. First off, when it came to the summer jobs, the summer stock, I was nowhere near as qualified as other candidates because of COVID. My resume was collegiate work only with no summer stock experience because during my time at college, there was no summer stock because of COVID. So when I auditioned for all these summer stock theaters that were looking for summer stock experience, I had none. Luckily, I'm ambitious enough and flexible enough to continue to look for that work and keep searching and scouring for the best possible options. I went through every avenue that I could possibly think of, from a renaissance fair to a LARP camp in New York to stuff in Chicago. I really looked at every possibility and opportunity. But now I'm grateful for the job I have come across at IATSE and possibly other jobs at other local theaters I'll be working at. And I'll be in this backstage setting working on Broadway tours and other show opportunities. For example, my next job will be loading in the Broadway tour of Frozen, but I'm not just stopping there as a professional job. I'm also taking it into my own hands to continue to look for more jobs as I now have my own apartment, which I need to pay for. An IATSE job isn't super consistent, although it does pay well. So I'm trying to possibly get an usher job at the same theater where I load in the shows. I'm trying to get another job at a different theater. I'm looking at all the possibilities of if there are any other theaters nearby that need tech positions or a fill in an actor. I'm still looking for auditions in my area. I have two scheduled auditions that if they go well, I don't have to work with IATSE for a while and can actually act and perform on stage instead of moving things because that's my degree. But the part that matters is I'm okay with doing either. I'm okay with being flexible. And even though moving and setting up shows is not what I got my degree in and what I imagined I would be doing, I consider it a stepping stone towards greater things I can achieve in the future and steps towards my final dream of becoming an actor. My struggle to find a professional job and really branch out and find different avenues of theater work without resorting to a job I hate in fast food is one of the main reasons I started this podcast. So I can share with you guys my personal experience showing you that it's not a four-step process of go to school, get your first job, get in your second job, and then get your professional acting position. And being a success is sometimes it has to be a slow burn. You have to take U-turns to go straight. You have to take the longest path possible to get to where you actually want to be. But then it's worth it in the end because of the person you now are. Yes, as much as I would love to immediately be hired and perform on stage as the lead in Shrek or the lead in Be More Chill, I'm currently learning a lot about myself. I'm living by myself. I'm experiencing a part of theater that I only dabbled in during college. I'm meeting people who are interesting and unique. I'm getting a new perspective on theater, which in the long run will actually benefit my acting. 
One of the things that I learned and took away from college was you can only act as other people if you truly know yourself. And if all I did my whole life was perform on stage as different people, yes, I would have a great career, but I would only know that much about theater. I would never know about tech. I would never know about lights or electricity or how the stage I was performing on was put together or anything of that specific background. But now when I'm on stage, I'll have a new appreciation for it. And I know it sounds cheesy, but having respect for people who put the stage together, our technicians, and who are doing your lights and sounds will just make you a better actor and better human being for the rest of your life. Because you have a newfound respect for those people instead of being that diva icon actor that really no one wants to work with. Instead, you're a flexible, knowledgeable, humble person willing to put in the time, effort, hard work to accomplish the goals that you set for yourself. At least that's how I'm trying to approach my professional career as a wall that I'm having to climb. And that is why I'm trying to take you guys, my audience, on this journey with me because it's a journey, not a simple process. So coming up soon, I'll have some more podcasts on what it's like to load in a Broadway musical into a theater and tear down the same Broadway tour to move on to the next theater and give you all the fun stories of what's like working backstage and possibly all my other upcoming professional auditions because when it comes to theater, another thing I learned is that the actor's job is not acting. It's finding work, and sometimes we get to act, and that's pretty much what I'm going to be living by for the rest of my life until hopefully I get a solid acting contract. I hope everyone listening understands what I'm talking about when I say theater and really any career can be a journey. It's not a simple process to climb the ladder of success. You need to be able to work hard, diligently, and commit yourself to different aspects that you may not have considered in the first place, but will hopefully eventually build you to the point where you can do the thing that you learned about in school and desire to do with your life. That way you're not stuck in a job you hate for the rest of your life and you can actually do something you love and want to be a part of. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope you join me in the next one as we continue down my road to professional performer.